Hello and welcome to this spooky Halloween special of Dungeons and Doctorates. This week we have some guests. I'm really excited to introduce some guests. And why don't we start with uh, Hamish? Tell us about yourself. Oh, hey, hi. Uh, I'm Hamish. Um, I'm also Ham the DM on Twitter and Twitch. I think that's what it is on Twitch. It probably is. Um, okay. I DM for the Radiant Shadows uh, campaign, which is hosted by Meeples and Dragons, which you might have heard about. Um, there's also someone else lurking on this this um, podcast who's involved in some capacity as well. I don't know. Um, but that's me. That's what I do. Is it my turn? <laughs> awesome. Your turn. Yeah. It's my turn now. Hello. Uh, I am Gemma, or GFD. I'm a TV presenter, uh, content creator, streamer, and uh, Dungeons & Dragons noob. But I love uh, I love it. I have a great time with it. Um, and I'm usually better introductions, but that's mine. I'm not sure that's not an introduction. But for those who've forgotten that I existed and play on this channel on a regular basis, hi, I'm Kate. I'm I'm the loud one who normally plays the big nerdy wizard, and today I'm playing a very strunk idiot. It's going to be great. Uh, I play with Hamish on Meeples and Dragons, which is yeah. why he decided to come hang out with us today and give up his morning, even though we're also playing tonight. So it's going to be a day. It is going yeah. to be the day. <laughs> I so, love the attitude. Come in with uh, that, oh, that yeah. gusto. Yep. Good vibes all around. Spooky vibes, hopefully. Uh, very soon so just for the listeners um who do listen to the show on the regular um these halloween specials uh the ones that don't contain the main characters kind of happen in a wibbly wobbly timey-wimey sense because strictly speaking in the game canon world there's only been a single halloween uh so far and not that much time has passed really since that first Halloween special that we did um, that wasn't even a special it was just happened to be Halloween, Halloween and we were just like well in our world it's Halloween now so that's great um, so yep um, this happens at, at some point uh, but luckily um, it doesn't involve any characters that that would matter to so um, no, like, destroy things. I was going to say there's no <laughs> butterfly effect where if we say no. something now because it was 50 years ago, all of a sudden. <laughs> Permission to knock down before. the building. Yeah. Right. We've done a time step before. We can do it again. Yeah. <laughs> if the doctor can do it, we can do it. Do yeah, it. man. Absolutely. you all find yourselves invited to the party for Halloween. It is a tradition for Amustus to celebrate Halloween. Um, it's, it's a major festival celebrating the goddess of life and death. And it's, it's kind of usual, especially amongst high society, to sort of have 
sort of like semi-costume parties. You know, people turn up in appropriate dress, not, not necessarily how we would imagine it in our world, but, you know, there is some amount of, you know, sort of effort goes in. And this evening, um, the moon is scarcely visible because it is a stormy, rainy evening. Uh, and the, the, the clouds are covering the moon. And you find yourself approaching the manor of the Blavingtons. And for you guys... Um, I'm going to post a picture for inspiration, but for the those at home, it's a typical kind of um, estate manor, you know, a nice sort of pathway leading up. Um, you know, it's kind of lit by lanterns and there are carriages arriving onto the property. Um, you're not the first here. I imagine many of you might be the kind that are, you know, fashionably sort of late, um, as is the whim of many who come to such events. Um, and let's say, well, let's introduce ourselves to the characters. So um, Hamish and Gemma, your characters already know each other. So why don't we start with the two of you? We do. Uh Thank you. I'll go first. Um, so my character is Sparrow. She is a tiefling warlock. Uh, when she enters a room, in her mind, all heads do in fact turn towards her. Tonight she is wearing not too dissimilar from her regular garbs as a lady of fortune. Uh, she'll be wearing a floor-length black gown with a nice kind of uh, halter top uh, connecting to the neck. Her horns are polished, pristine, and pushed back uh, around her hair. And to anyone not familiar with magic, you would think her hair is caught ablaze uh, in a cycling loop, but to magic users, you might be able to identify that she is almost constantly running a minor illusion to make her hair look like this infernal flame kind of licking the sides of her horns and casting out into the world. Uh, and at her side, I imagine, would be uh, Ham's character. Yeah, so um, towering over her, well over six foot, uh, is a jet black tabaxi uh, wearing this immaculately tailored white suit uh, with almost knee-high black boots. Uh, one, of those, one of those short capes, which only sort of goes over one shoulder, uh, which is white but it's got this lush red interior. Uh, in one hand, uh, he holds uh, a cane uh, with an elaborate silver head on the top of it, which is in the form of, of a cat, funnily enough, uh, which he uses very flamboyantly as he's walking along. Uh, this is Artemendius Lark, uh, but everyone just knows him as, as Artie. Uh, he comes from what's known as Big Money, uh, the Lark family is well known for its exorbitant wealth. Um, however, no one really knows what Artie does in relation to the family, apart from be at as many social events as possible. Uh, and he will be striding along beside uh, Sparrow. I also just want to say, given that you've mentioned how tall Artie is, Sparrow is quite short for a tiefling, clocking in at just like 150 centimetres. So she is, like, very, very short in comparison. Oh, my God, that's amazing. The awesome. heels are not helping her out much either. Yeah. 
like four foot nine. She's oh. real tiny. Wow. Pretty flame. That would be. Right, four foot. That would be I a poster maker's nightmare, like the 11. perspective yeah. difference yeah. that they would have to Truly. sort of yeah. employ. Part yeah. of the, the attention the, these two garner as socialite numpties is the fact that they look so <laughs> silly next to each other. Gonna write socialite numpties down for like... <laughs> That's brilliant. That's great, great. trademark. There we go. I, I love you how you went with the whole like the black outfit, the, the, the wonderful oh, contrast. It's Look, it's... I mean, it's, you know. It's what they spend half their time doing, I think, because neither of us have a job. <laughs> we no, just well, exactly, attend exactly. parties. Yeah, absolutely. Awesome. So I, I'll say uh, you arrive and there is a, um, a doorman, uh, a younger halfling, actually um, quite youthful. Um, you know, you would know that in a lot of the sort of high society sort of places, it tends to be the more distinguished that would that would greet you at the door, but this this appears to be a young halfling male with sort of pretty pretty nicely kept sort of sandy brown hair and, and freckles. Um, but uh, they take your coat uh, and you make your way inside. And pulling up shortly after that, we have Kate's character. Yes, uh, Ritza looks in quite contrast, one might say, to the uh, the other two. Uh, has taken her time to polish her shell and make sure she's put on the appropriate, like, the fancy straps and belts. Uh, but as a turtle, does not come attired in in uh, in fancy garb, per se. Um, she has popped uh, a couple of medals onto the sash the sash belt that runs across her torso, because uh, she is of, of military history. Um, and she sort of strides in, just looking very much... Uh, at home with the environment outside, but as she steps across the door uh, frame, she's you can see there's a slight, like, oh, inside. I really want to be inside. Even though it's raining, she's very much at home with the outdoors. Uh, mm-hmm. She stands at five foot six, so nicely between the heights. So, you know, maybe the perspective of this nominal poster is not going to be so terrible. Uh, but uh, she does sort of, she steps in and... You can see that she has no expectation of being noticed. Mm-hmm. She's sort of there because it is where she should be, and she she does want to be there, but she's not there to be uh, in the spotlight center of attention like uh, mm. our other characters may well be. Mm. Great. Well, again, uh, you have your coat taken by the young halfling, and as you step inside, the uh, commotion becomes apparent. This is... Uh, it's a good party, you know. There's um, there's some nice, like, sprightly music, and there are just people, like, talking, and, you know, like, you can see this is a place where stuff gets done. You know, a lot of people here, they're, they're here for the break in their sort of, you know, lives of being city administrators and looking after manners and trading and... obviously you know to have a few drinks eat some food but also there are people here and there are deals to be done you know everyone is sort of trying to catch the ear of certain people and you know sort of exchanging uh, like scrolls of of information and uh, you know it's the kind of place where a lot of things are all happening at once Um, I mean I guess what would you like to do like you're you're inside the party 
We'll add it as as uh, Artie and I were entering when uh, the halfling was it a halfling that took our mm. took our coat um, sparrow up as as they walk away flicks a um, like a, a silver back at them but doesn't actually watch where it hits them uh-huh. and just kind of flicks it and continues walking on. Does it hit them in the head? Ross doesn't does hit. Does it hit, them, it in hit the them in the head? Well, it very well might. Um, <laughs> Roll an attack. I am going to roll, roll an attack. a dice. <laughs> yes. Um, Please. Uh, roll the attack. Come on. Are, Come are on. you proficient in coin or? <laughs> it's a simple weapon, right? A gun, yeah. it's a Okay, so. What am I highest in currently? Um, <laughs> despite, uh, despite not really being on the lookout for a um, airborne, airborne uh, currency. The the halfling <laughs> does, uh, I guess, just is attuned to the the glint of the light and manages to bear in mind with with an arm, you know, racked with coats. Uh, with the other hand, manages to quite deftly catch the coin, and they He's give you coins thrown at him. Barrow, you don't see say... it, but they give you a oh, curt nod and oh. Mm. Sparrow kind of just look over her shoulder and go. Good catch. And continue walking, assuming that he's caught it, but hoping maybe that he hadn't. <laughs> mm, mm. So uh, so while Sparrow's doing that, um, Artie will just be looking for a, a waiter with drinks. Mm-hmm. Um, and as soon as he sees one, he's just going to grab it um, and then just start looking out for everybody and anybody he knows and start sort of doing that thing. Oh, oh hello, Reggie. Nice to see you. That's mm-hmm. lovely work. Love the outfit. Oh, I say, Sue, wonderful, beautiful dress. Love how you're looking tonight. Um, and just that whole sort of schmoozing as, you know, mm-hmm. glass in one hand, cane in the other as he makes his way through the room. Yeah. To meet Reggie. Who's this Reggie character we're talking to? <laughs> it's a Reggie. Just, it's just a Reggie. It's always a Reggie at a party like yeah, this. Yeah, it's always a Reggie. Well, Reggie that, is... Oh, he's um, just walked in and said names, just hoping one of the names is someone in the room. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you, you managed to catch the attention of a Reggie. Uh, he's uh, he's a very portly-looking human. Kind of, um, if you if you know Thomas the Tank Engine, the sort of you know the the controller vibes, just the sort oh. of yeah, you know, just that kind of you know, like the monocle, like very very stereotypical. And um, they they're very interested in uh, hay bales. It turns out that's their trade. Hey, Reggie. Hey! Yeah. Uh, well, Thomas mm-hmm. the tank engine. I was thinking the tank engine. So I'm trying to see how you're going to link these two things. Yeah. <laughs> he looks like a train. Do with that yeah. what you will. Wow. I mean, hey, yeah. Um, he looks like a train. It's fine. Yeah. yeah. Oh my god. So yeah. So so yeah. Artie would just be like, "Hey, Reggie, how's the hay ba- How's the hay business going? Hey, lovely, blah blah blah." And not even really sort of wait for a response. Mm-hmm. More trying to be flamboyant and showing that he just knows lots of people and very loud and out there. Yeah. Great. You will meet um, many people. Although depending on how uh, shallow or in depth you want your conversation to be, um, it would probably depend on how many people you manage to essentially assail. Uh, <laughs> considering considering what Artie is like, I think uh, when we're talking about shallow, imagine a puddle. Uh, <laughs> that's probably about the right level. A drop of water on tile, perhaps? Yeah, 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 yeah. 
progressively getting thinner and more shallow yeah. as the evening mm. progresses. As it dries out and turns to nothing. You do manage... I, I believe... um, oh, sorry. You do manage to have a brief conversation with uh, a fairly young elf called Raymond, who's complaining that he wasn't invited to the Wentworth party this year. Um, which apparently, uh, I guess you all would know, is while the Wentworths aren't an especially powerful family, they have grown some renown, uh, especially since the, 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 the daughter of the family is now a priestess for the goddess of life and death. Their party is like the party to be at. And this is kind of like, it's, it's, it's kind of like the second tier like level. It's like, it's still, it's still, a, it, it's still good to be invited to this, but it's still, it's not like the top, you know? And so Raymond is a little salty that he wasn't invited to uh, the, the Wentworths. So, with that Raymond. knowledge, uh, Artie would proceed to um, describe to Raymond about how he'd heard about the uh, horrific case of food poisoning uh, that was currently um, a result of some very dodgy shrimp at the Wentworth party. And it's just totally not worth it. I mean, this is far superior to any Wentworth party. I mean, just it's an absolute nightmare and i mean after all i mean look who's here i mean you're here raymond i'm here sparrow's here i mean really only hearing that artie is spinning a tail of garbage uh sparrow will immediately come to join and just up the ante once more oh you didn't hear there was actually there was drama and i'm not talking like your average drama affairs Someone spilled the Chardonnay. It was a... T- Trust me, this is the place you want to be. I mean, we were lucky to get an invite, but I guess that's just who we know, I suppose. We can't all be Absolutely. like that. Absolutely. Absolutely. You, you understand, don't you, Raymond? You would understand. Raymond is actually... Seems quite um, swayed and reassured by those words. He's sort of... Um, you get the feeling that you know he's 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 kind of looking for an excuse to sort of make himself feel better about the fact that he wasn't there. Um, he mutters something about the youngest being like off in the clouds all the time. Uh, but- oh, I know, right? Honestly, look, you come talk to anything you have on the Wentworths. We understand. Look, we were at that party. We could tell you stories. Anything you have to say about that, please come to us because you're in good company. Oh my god, you. I thought I saw the, the, the eldest with a barmaid at some stage. Can you imagine? You saw that too? Barmaid! I, I mean, deeply. oh my god. <laughs> oh, it's pathetic, truly. But I guess that's what you get. Not a family of any status, I suppose. But yes, like I said, you have things to say, you come talk to us, won't you? And then um, I, I almost imagine, like, after that, these two then just sort of like swooshing off, yeah. like not even giving Raymond a chance to sort of reply. Yeah. Call us! Oh my god! Yeah. yeah. Ta-ta! Ta-ta-ta-ta! Oh my god. Awesome. Ross, they don't know. I know, they it's don't awesome. Alright, so, uh, Ritsa, uh, what, uh, what's, what's your game plan for this evening? Um, I think she's probably watched that entire encounter with some vague interest. She is familiar with the Wentworths and, like, you know, because she'd know uh, the second eldest. Mm. Is that right? In ca- in canon order of age? Which which one? Is, uh, Edigard. Uh, he's the third oldest. 
third oldest. Mm, Marth so, is yeah. the, um, the second oldest. Oh, that's, yeah, that's why I was, couldn't remember where Marth was in the order. Um, so, just for context, guys, the Wedworths is Ross's normal character's family. We're here to start yeah, a war. It's amazing. <laughs> that's why I was laughing so hard. Outstanding. Um, it was great. It was really great. And Raymond is my character's like arch nemesis. Yeah. <laughs> Wonderful. <laughs> like you're like I'm sitting here laughing for good reasons. Anyway, like Hem and I came in here just to kick up a storm and then leave. Yeah. So Absolutely. Good. Okay, so um she's probably like watching this and she's met the Wedworths. She knows um the third like eldest child and isn't exactly sure that that story is true. Can I suss out whether I believe what they're saying, like whether I even believe that they were invited to the Wentworth party yeah, or whether yeah. they're just um, saying they were. Yeah, roll, roll for insight. Uh, yeah. our ruse. That's a, uh, that's, that's, that's a six. <laughs> Never mind, we are the greatest liars of all time. Okay, well. <laughs> or um, she's just not very insightful. She doesn't know you very well. Well, we'll say, uh, Artie, make a performance check. Uh, yeah, you've got to be the performance. Six. Mm. <laughs> Uh-oh. Charismatic cheat friends are going to beat me. It's not fair. <laughs> Charisma-based people. I rolled a five. Oh. <laughs> Actually, Amazing. technically I rolled a two, <laughs> and I get plus three, yeah. so... Okay. I mean, why I tell the lies from now on. Yeah, yeah so... A bit too flamboyant. You're, yeah, it was almost there was too much cape flickering. Right. That's some horse crap, right there. Yeah. So despite the fact that you you know you weren't fully paying attention mm. and it kind of rang a bell somewhere deep down, you're like, no, that, that's not that can't. That's yeah. That's not a thing, I, is it? I, th- I think it's a moment of she maybe believes they were invited, but doesn't believe all of the things they're saying about mm. what happened at the party. So she's like. Uh, you know, she's sort of like is keeping an eye on them and watching them and just watching them sort of tear through this party, meeting people. And like, at some point, her intention is to sort of run into them, but with no, she doesn't want to, if mm-hmm. that makes sense. But yeah. she knows that at some point that's probably going to be necessary. She's just going to sidle up to Raymond and just go, you know, stories are fine, but maybe don't believe everything you hear about families that you haven't met properly. So right at that Raymond, um, he will he will kind of kind of talk to you about basically he goes over almost exactly the same material that he's just spouted. Like it's it's like almost a carbon copy. Um, but he will say that um, he does know. Um, the youngest Wentworth, personally. And um, he will then kind of talk about how, oh, yeah, you know, he's just, he's like in this club that I go to and everyone just thinks he's the greatest and he's always talking about his uncle constantly. It's actually quite annoying. You know, I have stories as well, but no one ever wants to hear mine because my uncle isn't a famous adventurer. I think she would know of the famous adventurer and he's probably of a similar, like, ilk and rank to to that family to be able to just kind of go, yes, but the uh, the problem there that you have is that the Wentworth name carries some reputation along with it, you see. And mm-hmm. uh, I might suggest that, uh, Raymond, was it? That you need to have done something in your life in order to 
have your stories be something people want to hear. It's not saying it in a way to mm. be like, you let the loser Raymond. But like, yeah. like she's not trying to cut him down. She's just trying to be like, you suck Raymond. Like, just saying stuff. People don't actually usually believe you. You need to have some substance to you because that's she's a substance first. Yeah, person. Uh, so he he kind of visibly sours a little at that, but he he he, he manages to stay pretty well composed, um, and he will excuse himself uh, at that uh, and sort of bore someone else. He's uh. gonna sort of <laughs> nod at him and sort of mm. head in the general direction of the most flamboyant individuals at the party, just again mm-hmm. to sort of, she's almost trailing in their wake, trying to clean up the like, m- make sure no one completely believes the them. The mess they've made. Oh, completely believes their, yeah, their, their highfalutin stories. It's like, I think dude. At, at this stage, Sparrow is maybe, if, if uh, Artie and I have separated slightly, Sparrow is looking for the most like her Mm-hmm. that she can find so the most she's she's eyeing up the most powerful the one with most people around them the one with the most to prove mm-hmm. and she's eyeing up the room trying to find that person okay um there's a I mean the answer is Raymond right <laughs> <laughs> then she goes back to book Raymond <laughs> well so while Raymond obviously feels he has a lot to prove he's not the best at doing that and you identify pretty quickly that there is a middle-aged elf with sort of like silvery long hair absolutely exquisite gown like this this was definitely tailor-made you know like for this event as well like you you get the impression mm-hmm. that this is getting worn once uh and that's that's it that's um, her people and she seems to be in a very intense conversation uh, with the man of the house himself, uh, who you would know as Mr. Blathington. Mr. Blathington, okay. Mm. Do I know this elf? Um, you probably wouldn't. You probably wouldn't. Um, Interesting. So she she Interesting. doesn't she doesn't appear to necessarily be a society person, but she's definitely on a mission of some kind. Mm-hmm. Uh, in that case, uh, Sparrow is just going to get within earshot and mm-hmm. kind of soak up a, a nearby conversation, perhaps, but definitely has ears on this discussion, and she needs to know what's been said. Mm-hmm. Um, great. So I think what I'll do is I will get you to make a. Hmm. I'll say stealth. This is pretty low stakes, but I, I just want to see oh, how well okay. that you sort of, how well <laughs> you're do. like blending in, you know. <clears throat> oh, good. With the, yes, Sparrow with a hair of flame because mm. she's an attention seeker. Let's try stealth. I don't feel okay. like how stealthy my character is. This is oh, that is oh. nineteen. Oh, that is awesome. nineteen. Yeah. So that's great, you know, like there are a lot of people around. There's no reason for anyone to necessarily assume that you're snooping. Um, so she's laughing and talking. <laughs> so interesting. Wow. So you, you listen in the in. ear back that way. Oh, yeah. So and you can hear the discussions actually a little heated. Um, there's discussion of a certain piece of land and that um, essentially the land may have 
ancestrally belonged to this elf, you get the feeling, and that the the land does contain a fairly sacred grove, and that this person is in their mission is sort of trying to negotiate perhaps the return of this land to um, the people that this elf represents. Interesting. And does it sound like uh, one party is winning the conversation? It's pretty evenly matched. Um, okay. This elf is clearly very intelligent. Um, you assume they might have some kind of law background within their own society. They, they definitely, like, the, the way they construct their arguments and sort of the way they're, they're trying to use logic is very reminiscent of that. Um, but you get the idea that Blavington is no slouch himself. Um, so just to describe him a little, he's, he's fairly tall for a human. Um, he has dark, sort of peppered hair. He appears to be in his late 40s, early 50s. So he's pretty distinguished at what he does. Um, and you would know, obviously, being in these societies that he's he's a bit of a land baron you know he sort of he was barely you know his family came to Ferramustus fairly early and they've managed to acquire um you know land like things like and, and just like all sorts of things you know like farming land mining territory you know forestry they've, they've kind of got their fingers in kind of a few different pies so um but that's the discussion that you hear Okay, I think Sparrow is immediate, not not for any virtue or altruism on her part, is just very curious about this discussion and wants to get uh, Sir, what was his name, sorry, Blathingworth? Blathington. Blathington, um, on his own. So am I within 10 feet of you, them right now? You are, but unfortunately, as you attempt to do this, um, a, a woman comes up to Mr. Blathington uh, and just lightly touches the underside of his elbow and goes, it's time, darling. And the two of them walk off to the head of the table and there is uh, a noise and the music quiets down and people begin to uh, finish up their conversations. And Mr. Blathington, or Grant, as some of you may know him, begins to talk. And he says, thank you, thank you all for coming to this, of course, the premiere event of Halloween. I'm so glad that you could all be here tonight as we celebrate the passing of life and death in the most ostentatious way possible. Uh, we have entertainment, we have music, we have dancing. But most of all, we have merriment, and we have the best people here of Ferramustus. Dinner will commence shortly. I have arranged seating for all of you. Let the festivities commence. And Mrs. Blavington just sort of, you know, very tightly claps and just nods. Uh, and he sort of extends his arm, you know, and, and she links with his elbow and they go and sit down and once again the music starts up and people begin moving to their seats so many opportunities for chaos and I'm trying to <laughs> contain myself every time um, I think in just before that conversation has happened like mm. as they've walked up to the front mm. um, 
Ritz just like sidled in next to where uh, Sparrow is, just more from a like, I'm keeping my eye on you, you mayhem reeking little, <laughs> little, little inferno. Um, I, I, I don't think Sparrow would have noticed you either because at the moment she's now looking for Artie in the crowd because she yeah. has news. Yeah. Can I mm-hmm. see Artie around? Oh, look, I think considering how tall he is, he is, sticks out like a oh, yeah. short arm. But how short I am as well? I need a boost. This, well, this is, this, is, this is true. This is so true. If you're looking around for someone, I think Ritza would just turn to you and just be like, are you looking for somebody? Oh, yes. Uh, so a tall, uh, prim, proper tabaxi, uh, ghastly coat. We're not going to tell him that. The one uh, in white? Yes, you know him. I've seen him. Uh, and she's just going to turn around. And because she'd spot him like, like, uh, like nobody's business because he'd stick out like a sore thumb and she's used to spotting things that don't fit into the environment that she's in. So she's just going to immediately just sort of with quite an abrupt movement, point in the direction that he is. Um, thank you so much, darling. Okay, thank you, thank you, thank you. Uh, what was your name? Sorry, I don't think we've... Have, you do look awfully familiar. Yes, we tend to end up at the same things. Uh, Ritza. She sort of does that like, slightly formal nod um, that you get from the sort of military people when they're like, I acknowledge that I have introduced myself to you. Acknowledgement. Proper. Well, I am Sparrow. Uh, that over there is Artie. I'm sure you two have met before. Would you like to go say hello? I'm on the way to say some... Uh, well, I've just heard some very... We'll discuss this later. Anyway, we're going to talk to Artie now. Do you want to come with us? I feel like she's been swept into this. Like, she's not yes. even going to say yes or no. She's just... She's going with you. Without... Your, like, letting you finish you. that sentence, yeah. I've already grabbed your hand and we're now running towards Artie <laughs> at, like, a ghastly pace. I'd just so be aware, you? she's not going to be running very fast. She's a big tortle. She's <laughs> <laughs> well, trying to run. <laughs> and, like, trying to run. She's just striding, but like, and keeping pace with you. But like, you know how a child, you know how like a parent, when a child is like trying to show them something, they're like trying to run ahead of them. That's mm-hmm. the situation right now. Yeah, hundred <laughs> percent. So you would be able to see Artie. He'd just be swanning through the crowd at this stage. So there'd be an empty glass in one hand, which would get sort of very. Um, quickly placed on a on a waiter's tray as one's going one way and there's another one with a full glass comes the other way, plucking it up. The, the way he moves through the audience is it it's like watching a catastrophe that's almost always on the edge of happening. Mm-hmm. Like every time he takes a step, it looks like he's gonna he's gonna bump into someone. He just manages to just just sort of get out of the way just in time and the, the drink gets left over someone's head and he's just sort of this this ball of chaos mm-hmm. as he makes his way through the room. Um, as Artie continues moving, I'm going to cast Domiturgy and I'm going to yell, Artie, I'm clean, darling! As loud as I can to get his attention in this crowd. Um, You'd see him suddenly sort of stop and jerk and go, oh, 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 Sparrow, I'll be there in just a moment. Artie. Oh, what are you doing? I just, I'm, I'm just, uh, hold on, hold on. And he just sort of start to cut his way through the crowd until he's he's caught up with you. Sparrow's pulling Ritza through the crowd. <laughs> I just apologising, going like, sorry, sorry, sorry. Because she's <laughs> barreling through people because she's got like, she's mm-hmm. a big person. <laughs> she's just, like, sorry, 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 sorry. In the, like, as you say, like a, like a parrot being pulled along, like, I'm really sorry. I just, I, I, I can't even stop. I'm being yanked across a room. Sorry. I didn't know what's sorry, happening sorry. to her. She's never like this. <laughs> yeah. 
I mean, she's always like this. I'm sorry. It's fine. I'm sorry. So as you are uh, finding your way to each other, you will notice that there is a, a like a large tapestry hung towards the entrance of the the hall, and on the tapestry is a very well, um, like cross stitched seating arrangement. And as luck would have it, you're all seated next to each other. How about that? <laughs> what? Good fortunes befall us this night, Artie, darling. I have news. Oh my god, I can't wait to hear it. Can I, okay, so. Can I make an observation that it's probably Sparrow on one side, Ritza in the middle, Artie on the other side? <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Sparrow is aggressively like leaning over Ritza yeah. as well because she's so short. Cool. I'm just going to sit here and absorb this conversation that's going to happen without whether I like it or not. I'm, I'm here now. Held <laughs> against your will while these two socialites pick up. I love it. I love it's more, it. It's just not her. Like it's not her environment, and she's she's there, and she's in the middle of it. But like, okay, wow, this is different to standing in the forest by myself, like yearning for the outdoors. The introvert between the extroverts at a party. You're like, oh god, everything's awful, and I want to die. <laughs> so so so, this is Ritza. Look, at, honestly, I, what a darling. We've met before, apparently. How would I not have known this? Anyway, so the topic. Mr. Blah 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 What's His Face, I don't care for names, was arguing with this elf lady, right? And I think she was saying that she owned the land that the house is on, but also she's trying to reclaim it for her people. I don't know much about who's right in this occasion, but I know there's drama when I hear it. What do you think? So you mean, this is the Bladdington's house. This is, oh my God, this is quite the controversy. This is, sorry, Ritzer, wasn't it? Yeah, anyway, um, so this, what was the else then? This is quite remarkable. I have no idea. I, I got a bit distracted. I was going, my plan was, I was going to soil his pants, so we had to go to the bathroom, and I talked to him then. But then the toast happened, so I kind of lost track of time. But then I met Ritza, and she's amazing, and you're here, and I want to know what's going on. What do you think? Shall we be snooping? Absolutely, absolutely. I mean, there's just, I mean, it'll make the night if we can find out what's happening with all of this. It'll be amazing. Right. Ritza, would you like to snoop with us, darling? I mean, I'm... I, I, I suppose I'm. I mean, I'm, yes. I'm, I'm almost invisible most of the the time. This conversation having just happened across her, oh. which is like, mm-hmm. well, I, dis- I I'm good at not being around. I suppose. Yes. That's not something that uh, that Art and I are any good at. We're very flamboyant, if you haven't noticed. Uh, but that would be great if we had like a man on the inside, because you talk to everyone. I assume you're what military city guard. Formally, yes, I, I tend to look. I look after the, the boundaries of the, the city to make sure nothing too problematic comes in to disrupt the lives of people like yourself. And she says that very carefully. Like, <laughs> it's it is very transparent. She is not like charismatic at all, but like she's just very precise in her language to to try mm-hmm. desperately not to offend somebody. But probably does anyway. I guarantee you, just like meta here, uh, Sparrow is not smart enough to realise that she's being offended. <laughs> she's mm-hmm. simply, it just goes over her head. She's just like, oh yes, she's she's who's not rich like, it doing goes this. Over her head. Oh, yes. She's like, you're not me and I'm me, so there we go. 
Well, that works great for us. We have the, you know, we can do the talking, we have the money, we have the spoils, yada, yada, yada. And you can be like our man on the inside. I know. I mean, Ritza, I mean, you're probably wonderful when it comes to working with, like, you know, the common folk. Oh, yes, um, we're very bad at that. They don't seem to get us. It's weird. I know. I don't understand why, but I mean... I've uh, always thought I'm quite, you know, I'm a, I'm a woman of the people. I just... I, I've always thought like, you're a woman of the people. I mean, look, I mean, just look at you, darling. I mean, you're right? perfect. This is like, this is this is only like low-tier cotton. Honestly, like, I thought I was... But it's fine. It's whatever. It's whatever. The point is we're here now and there's a mystery to be solved and possibly money to be gained from it. And that's what I love. So as you're talking, um, there is a loud thunderclap and all of the flames in the room blow out. And there's just all of a sudden, like, silence in the room. Time. Weird. And Sorry, when you say all of the flames are extinguished, does that include the minor illusion <laughs> flames on the top of Sparrow's head? Absolutely Because I kind of want it there to be. There is darkness. Like, there is pitch black. Almost like a magical darkness. Now, I do have... Ooh. Hang on, hang on, hang on. I do have devil's sight. So Great. I can see Give through magical darkness. Give me a perception check. Ooh. Okay. But also, if my hair goes out, Sparrow will immediately like put a table runner over the top of her head. Uh, perception, perception. That is another 19. Great. So, while you see most people, you know, kind of looking around, they can't see anything. And, you know, there's there's kind of murmuring of, like, what's going on? Um, you see a figure move towards the head of the table and then recede. And then, before you know it, the lights are back on. And there's Is a my scream. hair back in place? <laughs> it is back in place. Oh, thank goodness. But more importantly, Mrs. Blavington is beside herself as she looks down and you see that Mr. Blavington is laying on the floor, blood pooling with a knife in his back. And he, he appears to himself, have, oh no. he appears to have been murdered. Yeah, is immediately like standing up and heading over there to like look at what's gone on because not on her watch. Not on her watch. How dare? Is just turned to Arden and going, is my hair okay? It's back. It's good. No, your, your hair's fine. But look, oh my God, there's okay. drama. There's drama. Quick, oh, quick. yes, there's always drama, darling. My hair matters more. Okay, uh, what's going uh, on? Quick. Oh, um, my God, we're going. Where are we going? Yeah, Artie will just grab your hand and, and, and drag you uh, along. Is this <laughs> like the in white. Well, this is going to end well. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, no, no, hold on. Hold on. He's going to stay far enough back so that nothing gets on the white suit. Thank you very much. Let's... <laughs> yeah, we're, we're, we're disgusted by this. We'll, we'll hang back a yeah. bit while uh, Ritza does does uh, the good Samaritan yeah, yeah, job of yeah. actually trying to fix things. Yeah. No, uh, like the whole idea to get close is to hear what everybody else is saying. Hey, Drama really at range. Right. So Ritza just wants to like have a good look at the body. Like she's probably the kind of person that people go, oh, she's here. She'll know what to do. Mm-hmm. Um, in, in comparison to a lot of those present, unless there are clerics present. But I w- one would think that most of them would have gone to the Wentworth party on account of Martha uh, being such a high-ranking cleric in the city. Great. Um, 
Yeah, so you approach the body. Um, people seem to, I mean, this is this is your thing. So people seem to recognize your authority. Um, and obviously there are a lot of hushed whispers and people saying, did you see anything? I didn't see, I couldn't hear, I couldn't see or hear anything. Um, and uh, yeah, the, you are allowed to approach the body that um, Mrs. Blathington is still huddled over. Gonna put her hand down on like Mrs. Blathington's shoulder and just say, "Can I be of service?" Uh, I don't. I don't know what happened. Everything. It went dark, uh, and then I don't. I, I. I mean, maybe I. Maybe I heard something. I don't know. But I, I mean, the lights came up, and he was just. He was just lying there. I. I, I, I think he's dead. He's gonna like bend over, like sort of not push her out of the way, but mm-hmm. like move her out of the way so she can look at the body so that she's not got two bodies to deal with mm-hmm. uh, and do like as much of I guess an investigation of the body she's not super medically minded it's more like how did this happen rather than is he dead though because with the amount of blood that's on the ground she's like probably dead mm-hmm. statistically likely to be dead well I'll let you do an investigation then uh, rather than a medical just like as part of your like skills as, as you know being part of the city watching that four okay four. Dear. well uh it's <laughs> a lot of blood dead. Uh, she's incredibly i mean she couldn't see anything to be fair it was dark she does not she can't see in the dark she didn't see anything she's just like cool is dead so dead i will i mean okay four's not great no <laughs> but you also have... oh, wait no sorry five five three plus three plus <laughs> you do have, you know, some experience. The knife itself doesn't seem especially special. Yeah. It's a dagger. Most people would be carrying one. Does um, it look similar to the one that's sort of like strapped into her belt? Yeah. Like she's got very, one on her hip. Like, okay, similar to that. Very right utilitarian. Um, it's not especially fancy. Looks very, Um, yeah, very stock. She's going to grab, like, a napkin, which is probably black because it's Halloween, because it's, like, moon festival time, one would assume, to grab the knife out of the... black or white. Um, The the theme is is black and white being the, you know, the dark and the light, so... She's going to grab a black one and and pull the knife out um, of the... and, like, lie it, like, on the napkin, but next to the the body so that it's not um, in the back of it him anymore, such that she could turn him over if she wanted to, but she's not at that mm-hmm. point yet. Um, and it's just going to sort of look up to sort of look around the room to see if there's anyone she can see who would be able to, would have been able to see in the dark because she is not one of those people. Mm. Um, while that's happening, I'm just going to whisper to mm. Artie, so I thought I saw someone when the lights went down. I thought I saw someone go around the table, which I mean, put two and two together. That feels like I just saw the killer. Did I see the killer? Oh my gosh, I'm going to be famous. Should God, I say something? You might. Well, I mean, I mean, Ritza looks like she kind of knows what she's doing. Maybe. Good call. Maybe we should go and have a quick, quick, quick conversation with her and let her know what you've seen. 
Might be a good idea, but just don't step in the blood, okay? This is new. Oh God, no, I mean- I said it was low tier cotton, I lied. This is like elven garbs. Oh my God, this white suit. I mean, the- Oh yes, you can't go anywhere near that. Oh God, you just go first, darling. You go first, I'll- Your mother would kill you. Oh my God, mummy would be so distraught. You go first, darling. With zero like perception of what this sounds like, she's gonna start pushing Puffin and go, excuse me, I'm a witness, I'm a murder witness, and goes down to where Ritzer is sitting. I'm and, a witness, I'm important. And Artie would be behind, so echoing, no, she's a witness, she's definitely a witness. She's seen everything, she's seen everything. This is Sparrow, she knows exactly what's going on. This is gonna look dead up at Sparrow. And just, They're gonna get murdered. Sort of, like in that, like, okay, give me darling. more information. So I can see in the dark. I saw someone come around the side of the table when the lights came off. This was a coordinated attack. And might I say, well executed. Oh, wait, that's probably inappropriate. Anyway, pun not intended, well executed. But I saw someone uh, DM with my 19, what would I have seen, if anything, besides seeing a figure? So they were wearing, I mean, I guess, the thing is with Devil's Sight, it's like, like you would have seen the shapes and the colors. They were wearing something pretty dark. Um, you get the feeling that whoever it was was probably trying to sort of blend in. I mean, they assumed, I would imagine, they had the cover of darkness, so. But they okay. they were, um, like you didn't see their face. Like it, it was sort of like covered in a hood. Okay. So they were, yeah, so deliberately. Did, did I see where they entered from? Um. And 19's pretty good. Um, I mean, you would have had time to look around. Um, it didn't seem like they travelled far. Like, they weren't travelling quickly, you know, as if they had to come from somewhere They were probably already in the room. To get to, yeah. I mean, I, it, okay. it seemed like they were fairly Ooh. close at the time. A murder mystery in this Halloween special? My word. Okay, uh, I will then recount that uh, to uh, Ritza and Artie and just kind of uh, with a bit, bit more flair, like she really saw something super interesting. Mm. Um, just recount that information back. So, I mean, if you think about it, it could be someone in this room even. They were wearing dark clothing though, but not like me. Like this is obviously I didn't do it. So I'm, I'm not suggesting I did it because I was over there. You know that already. Anyway, point being, I think they were in the room and probably still are. Ritz I probably should have whispered that, shouldn't I? Ritz is just like <laughs> listening to her proclaim all of this to the entire room, just kind of going, oh, well, that gives up any opportunity for us to confront someone with that later. I'll be taking questions, everybody. I will be taking questions and autographs, perhaps. I know, murder witness and all that. <laughs> and just kind of walks away. Well, she's, can she watch to see if anyone decides to turn and go after Sparrow in all of Sparrow's flamboyance? Yes. Um, <laughs> make a perception check. Throwing this dice away, that is a... Oh, <laughs> it's going easy, into jail. Though. It's and very it's crowded. Beautiful meeples and giant dragons box is oh. dice jail. <laughs> very crowded room. It's hard to tell people's movements. There's a lot of like still like panicked whispering and people sort of walking amongst each other trying to figure out if anyone saw anything. Um, so you, with with that, you don't necessarily see specifically someone. Uh, potentially stalking. Up. Yeah. Uh, she's just going to 
uh, take Mrs. Blathington and sort of like move her because she's she feels like this poor woman is going to be completely surrounded by people in a way she doesn't Mm -hmm. want to be. She's going to kind of not pick her up literally, but like scoop her up off the floor and sort of take her along in the wake of Artie and um, Sparrow because they've cut a nice path Mm -hmm. through this crowd. So she's taking advantage of the wake to sort of get this woman ideally out like a side door or whatever just to give her some space. Mm-hmm. And also because, like, this is a little overwhelming for Ritzer at the best of times anyway. Mm. Um, yeah. So ideally, like, yeah, just sort of off and away um, if she can. And I assume that there's some other people from, like, the city guard or equivalent who are probably at this party who will take over the rest of the the scene. Yeah, so actually there's a guy who seems to remember his station uh, eventually, uh, you know, after everything, and goes, all right, all right, okay, hang on. Nobody leaves until we figure out what's going on here, all right? I need everyone to stay in the room. Uh, uh, we need to secure the scene. Uh, mm, did anyone see anything? And he sort of looks around, hopefully. Awesome. Uh, so Artie's voice will also drift over the crowd and be like, ah, if we have to stay here, will there be any more drinks? The the guy just looks completely taken aback by this. Uh, well, I suppose that's, I mean, that's probably up to the, 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 the Blathingtons. Uh, but, you know, no, nobody move. How far has Ritzer gotten with Lady Blathington at this point? Probably halfway across the room. You know, it, it, it took a little while for, like, this guy to kind of eventually stand up and be like, oh, I... The job. I, that I, yeah, yeah, I, this I is should, what I do. Yeah, I this should... This is D&D CIA. Let's go. Let's yeah. do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. FBI. Yeah. <laughs> NCIS. Um, NCIS. <laughs> <laughs> Criminal Minds. The BAU. I mean, the, the, the F- I'll take the FBI, the Thermosis Bureau of Investigation. There you go. Hey, um, there it is. But... Uh, in which case, how does Mrs. Blathington react to the the question of more drinks that's up to the Blathingtons? <laughs> mm. I was really hoping Artie would be like, yes, Miss Blathington, more drinks, please. Sorry, I missed that. Say that again. How does Mrs. Blathington react to uh, the call for more drinks and that being the decision of the Blathingtons? Uh, has she... Make an insight check. Different dice. Come on, different dice. <laughs> that other one's gone to jail. We don't like pain. <laughs> roll numbers above a ten. <laughs> she she doesn't really seem to have taken in the request. Uh, so she's so she's risk. Uh, Ritz is just going to turn to her and just be like. Do you want the party to continue or do you want a more somber moment now? Like she's just talking direct to this person to try and get her to make simple choices. Mm. Uh, she would be, uh, I, I mean, I, I don't know. I, I, we need to find out what happened, but I, I mean, all of these people, they're going to start getting in, impatient sometime soon. Shall we allow the drinks to f- continue to flow and we'll find you somewhere to sit? so that you can make other decisions as and when it is needed. It sounds like, and she sort of looks across at 
she would, I assume, know the know the name of the guy who's stood up and taken command. Um, sure. If we'll he's call sort him of guard, like Steve. Steve. Um, she's, yeah. gonna, <laughs> she's gonna like look back and just be like, Steve seems to have it all in hand in here. Perhaps a moment of respite for yourself before decisions are made. He's not letting anyone leave anytime soon. Uh, yes, I, I suppose you're right. I suppose you're right. Uh, and yeah, she'll she'll follow you. Uh, in which case, I'm just going to wave at Steve and be like, she says to allow the drinks to continue, but for everyone to maybe change the mood a touch. And she's like going to glance across at Artie and Sparrow in a like, maybe don't party about the dead guy kind of way. Right, wave. You whether you <laughs> up to you whether you notice that that's what she's like trying to mentally be like. Just I was going to say yeah. Well, actually, no. Uh, uh, actually, <laughs> Artie's actually got not a bad insight, so he might actually pick up on some of the vibe. Yeah, so generally around the room, there, there's like a mix of emotions. Like, there are people who are genuinely shocked and obviously a little dis- distressed to be in the vicinity of a murder scene. But there's a good portion of people who seem quite nonchalant about it as if, well, these things happen Uh, and a smaller number of people who are a little more like like reveling in that, oh my you know, what a a scandal like, so there's there's definitely a good mix, you know, of of types uh, around the room at the moment I think at this moment um, if old, old mate Steve seems to have the situation relatively under control, <laughs> old mate Steve, old mate that's Steve. his new name. Old, old mate Steve, old buddy Steve O. Steve O oh, from the no. Servos. Got it? No, not Steve O. Steve O from the oh, Servos no. got it handled. Uh, so yeah. I reckon Sparrow's going to. That's it. Sparrow's going to. You reckon Sparrow's going to do what now? I reckon Sparrow's going to go over the old, uh, old fountain. No. Sparrow is going to, I think, probably. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, so, uh, given from Sparrow's position, probably sitting up quite high mm-hmm. on a table or something, trying to get a good view of the place, where would there be... So we've got a few revelers who are kind of still partying. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ritza has taken uh, the lady of the house off to a quiet place. Where is? Where are you, Artie, at the moment? I'll just be um, beside you. Okay. I reckon... We okay. I'm gonna grab Artie's hand. And go. So, remember that discussion I was talking about earlier? How the the the, the man of the house, Mister Blah 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 Blah, he was talking yes, to that yes, other yes. elf. Yes. What if theory? What if this is about that? <gasps> right. Oh my gosh, Sparrow, could you imagine just you how imagine? amazing it would be for us if right? we? Solved the murder. I mean, two bodies, oh one soul. God. Two bodies, I, one soul, one just, brain cell. Oh my god! So, uh, well, where's this? Where's where's singular brain cell? One out, <laughs> two bodies, one soul, one brain yeah. cell. Yeah. 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 That is the vibe. That would see. This is why we're friends. This is it, darling. I mean, we absolutely, could be absolutely. the heroes of this story. I know. Like, 
we need to go find Ritza because we, I mean, I did announce to the whole party that I knew about this, but that's okay. We should go find her. Maybe the lady of the house knows something. Or we go find that elf. Where's that elf? I think, well, while Ritza's looking after the lady of the house, yes, let's go find the elf. Let's have a talk with her. Yes. I mean, I'm yes. sure if she did it, she'll just tell us because, I mean, it's us. I mean, it's, it's us, I mean, of course. We should, you know what we should do? We should do that. You know that, like, that old thing Daddy used to play, the good cop, bad cop kind of? Yes, 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 yes. yes. We should totally do that. So who's who's the good cop? See, I feel like I'm a better good cop because you're so dapper. You could, like, this you is... know, lay the hand of the law like old mate Steve-O over there. Oh, yes, uh, yes. No, I'm, I'm, I'm totally on board with this sparrow. Let's totally go on do board. it. Let's go totally do it. Totally on board. Where is she? Uh, we're we're going to go know. try and find the elf. Just going to bumble around the party trying to find this elf that uh, I identified earlier. She's not especially hard to recognize. She's quite tall. Excellent. She has very, like, you know, like that silvery hair just, like, reflects a lot of the, the lanterns and stuff. Um, and she... She is definitely, like, keeping a bit of a distance from, like, the... The, the crime scene, as it were. Mm-hmm. Mm. I think the two of us would, with no sense of like how to position ourselves correctly, we just walk right up to her and get on either side, kind of mm-hmm. box her in. Mm-hmm. 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 Hi there. Hello. Hello. Well, I'm Sparrow, and this is my very good friend Artie. A uh, pleasure to make your acquaintance, Ms. Uh, I'm Rosalie. Rosalie, that is a beautiful... Isn't that a beautiful name, Artie? It's stunning. Magnificent. I thought so. Now, I'm just wondering, you know, another party-goer to another. I had seen you earlier. Okay, okay, I want you to know that I am no fan of Mr... What's his name, Artie? Uh, a, a, a bleeding... Bladingworth, Bladinghouse, Blading, Bladington. Bladington. That's how little Bladington. we care for the yes. man. Yes, exactly. That's how little we, we don't even know his name. So we saw you, well, I saw you talking to him earlier. And after, how are you feeling? That must be so confronting to have a conversation with the man and then next minute he's dead. You must be feeling dreadful, darling. Yes, it is very unfortunate that he... Well, it looked like he was murdered, so... Really, I wouldn't have. The interesting. No, that makes sense. Artie, do you have any questions for the Lady Rosalind and her... what she's saying? Uh, I mean, the, the, the lovely Sparrow here was telling me before about how um, you and Mr. Blathington were having a conversation and there might have been some some sort of disagreement or something yeah. of that nature. Um, And then, funnily enough, uh, he ends up dead. Isn't that weird? Seems very coincidental. How odd. Yes. How strange. Mr. Bladington and I, we don't agree on much at all, but uh, I am sorry to see he has died. It will make... It will make my dealings here uh, incredibly difficult now. I... Mm. Out of curiosity, what are your dealings, if you were to sum it up? Well, I represent uh, a, a, a tribe of elves. We are native to uh, Feramastus. We uh, were, were driven away at a certain point, and uh, you know, a lot of our land was, uh, you know, seized upon by opportunists, uh, and we are slowly trying to 
make inroads in returning some of that, especially the more uh, sacred land. Um, Mr. Blavington owns a very large estate, and a, a, just a small portion uh, contains a very sacred grove to my people, and uh, we have been conversing for some time now, and unfortunately, uh, we have not been able to uh, come to much of an agreement, so... Um, Interesting. Now, I'm just going to go out on a limb here, darling, and say... So you're saying... So you said that this would then make your dealings harder to manage, is that correct? Now that the late... Buttersworth is past. Well, yes, uh, dead people cannot sign contracts, unfortunately. Uh, that is true. Now, I'm just, you know, just spitballing out here. I've seen many a, many a drama in my time. It wouldn't be too hard for some people, not us, of course, to perhaps see your previous encounter with Sir Butterfingers as perhaps motive for murder. Now, we don't think that. But, no, no, of course not. No, of course not. We think perhaps if you were to give up some information, perhaps to clear your name, maybe tell us what you saw during the time of the murder, we can perhaps strike you off that list, if you know what I mean. Are you with uh, the, the law enforcement here? Oh, yes. Did you see that little turtle that came through here talking to uh, the, the, the lady, the lady Buttertrisk? Yes, we're friends with her and she's friends with old mate Captain Stevo. So, you know. By proxy, it's so almost proxy, like, I know. We report yeah. to the authorities as well. And, you know, I mean, when you have, when you're at a party like this, you kind of defer to the nearest authority, don't you, darling? So Artie's going to be like really, almost like overtly, staring at her trying to get a mm-hmm. read of of just how upfront and honest she's being while uh, mm-hmm. sparrow's grilling her yeah um yeah i mean she for, i mean for her part she seems to she seems a little surprised that you're part of um you know some kind of like authoritative agency but beauty brains darling beauty and brains seems seems to be at least uh you know going along with it for now well, I, I did not see anything. I mean, it was unnaturally dark, almost. Uh, well, I, I heard a scream, and uh, he was on the floor, so... Interesting. And whereabouts were you, you know, position-wise, at the time of the stabby-stab-stab? Well, I, I uh, did not have a very uh, prize seat. Mr. Blavington was a little upset that I... Uh, followed through on my intention to uh, join the party. Uh, so I was actually at the, the far end of the table. Um, what? what? One of the two of you can make a... Call it either perception or history. Basically, like, seeing if you can remember, like, did you remember where she was sitting? I mean, you were interested, so... It's not especially difficult check, but I, I just curious okay. to see. You're kind of the one staring at her more I, and analyzing her. Yeah, so yeah. That, that makes oh. more sense for you to do so it. So feel free right. to make let's... an insight on her demeanor for sure. If you've been studying her, like let's. All right. So insight first. Yeah. Uh, insight. Fourteen. Okay. Yep. Um, I mean, she she seems genuinely surprised that he's dead. I would say. Um, obviously, it's it's hard to fully tell because she 
definitely does seem to have a motive to want him dead, yeah. but she also... What's she... She also seems to... She seems very contemplative. Right. I'll say that. What's she wearing again, sorry? So she's wearing, like, uh, this... Um, these, like, very, like, silvery, silken sort of, like... It's, like, a very, like, well-tailored, like, gown, essentially. Um, and it's certainly of elven design, like, the, the the patterns and the stitching. And, like, it's almost like the thread has, like, little pieces of, like, diamond dust. Like, you, you're not even sure how it how it can be that sparkly, you know, like, the, the patterning of, yeah. like, the leaves. But somehow it is. Um, so that, yeah, like, she's... And I'll yeah. say, like, she's she's wearing the kind of dress that would, like, be difficult to hide something in. You know, yeah, like, there's not sure. a lot, so there's I'll, not a I'll, lot of so, slack. So Artie will sort of lean over towards Sparrow and say, um, so you did mention that this, this figure that you saw was dressed <laughs> all in black. Mm. Similar. Now, now, the lovely Rosalie is definitively not dressed like that, and based on my understanding of how long it gets changed, or at least I know with you, I mean, it's hours for you to change oh, from one outfit to another. Days. She's not going to be able to do this in, in like a matter of minutes or seconds. So mm. I'm starting That's to think that, that, that maybe it's not her. I think you're off the hook, but we will want to talk to you later about your associates. Uh, good day, ma'am. And we walk away. Mm-hmm. Swish. The whoosh. Off to go investigate someone else. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, I mean, Ritza at this point is like sat the Lady Blathington down and sort of has given her a moment to kind of settle mm-hmm. away from the sort of trauma of seeing her husband with a knife in his spine um, and just sort of sits and, and, and just kind of goes, now, I don't know about the um, politics of this party, but is there anyone who was here who might have recently had a disagreement with your husband. She's trying really hard not to say, like, dearly departed mm-hmm, and put words mm-hmm. in that... So there's awkward punctuation around the, I just don't want to say the wrong thing mm-hmm. now. <laughs> she She sort of thinks, you know, for a second. Well, I mean, you know, my husband wasn't especially... I mean, he... Always he was, liked him. Well, he was very straight to the point, and some people could take that the wrong way. Uh, and, you know, of course, his his business dealings, you know, certainly probably caught the ire of some. Uh, I mean, I don't remember anyone threatening him especially he I mean you know he was talking to that elven lady she's been I mean she's been around several times in the the past month or so but I mean I I didn't I mean I didn't really get the feeling she wanted him dead no other business dealings that might have caused unrest I mean he's buying property all the time. Sometimes, you know, te- new tenants aren't happy if he sort of, you know, raises tenancy rates or 
you know, buys a piece of farming land that was, you know, some people are very possessive and, and nostalgic over those kinds of things. I, I, I don't land know. Land is important. I understand. And she's just going to sort of go to stand to leave, to leave her, like, by herself mm-hmm. and get to, to the doorway and sort of look back and be like, take the time you need. Mm-hmm. I will get Steve to come and speak to you momentarily. Mm-hmm. And she, like, exits the door and, like, walks over to Steve and just says, the Lady Blathington is waiting for you in the next room. And then just turns and, like, like that is the information. Mm-hmm. It's like, mm-hmm. here is your... And then she turns to look for the most flamboyant people in the world. <laughs> Great. Like, she she knows she's going to spot them a mile away. Mm. Like... Ritz the darling. Ritz the darling. We just spoke to the elf lady. She didn't kill him. We think. We're not 100%. I mean, she's not wearing the same clothes anyway. Was she, darling? No, she wasn't. She was looking fantastic, but no, not the right outfit at all. I think at this point we're towards you. Anyone who sees Ritz, as soon as they start yelling, it wasn't her. She didn't do it across the party. Mm -hmm. Um, Ritz has just done that, like, Okay. <laughs> Here comes the wave of energy mm-hmm. preparing oh, herself. Like if if she was in the forest and that kind of wave of energy came to her, she'd like withdraw into her shell and just be like, mm-hmm. nope, 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 nope. <laughs> yeah. Avoid this at all costs. In the middle of a party. <laughs> She's been reliably informed previously. She can't just be disappearing inside her shell. This has happened before on the on the show floor sometimes in the yeah. early days. It's like, uh, okay. Has just for my own, just for my own personal knowledge of Ritza, has she at any point just like collapsed into a shell in the middle of a thing? I think uh, so. Fun fact about turtles is like they're basically orphans from when they grow up, and then they get like like yeah, it, it's fine. It's like a turtle thing. It's fine. Don't worry about it. It's just how they are. It's fine. I mean, look, we are a science-related podcast. So I can tell you stuff about turtles and stuff if you like, but um. So it's that, like, when they... So they hatch from their little egg and they spend the first few weeks of their life, like, crawling around on all fours, like a little turtle. It's very cute. Uh, and their parents... Like, the only time the parents meet are when they're very, very old. So, like, mm-hmm. the only times turtles meet up with other turtles is when they're old. And they basically mate, have tiny turtles, and then they die. So they're orphaned. Now- oh, um, Damn. And they inherit whatever tools and weapons and gifts their parents leave behind. So, like, the, the dagger on her belt and the sword that she's got are probably, like, they were her dad's and they were her dad's dad's and they were her mm. dad's 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 because that's how that kind of works. So they're expected to fend for themselves. Um, and if you think do, of, like, do normal turtles... Kind of... do, do you think turtles really connect with the found family trope? Oh, yeah. Of literature? But yes. I, think, I, think, I think that idea of, like, she's very independent and, like, just does stuff by yeah. herself because she's used to having to, but... She's 100% been to, like, a moon festival party the first time when she was, like, young mm-hmm. and just went, nope, and, like, <laughs> yeah. went full went introvert. <laughs> and then when someone tapped on her shell, was like, you can't do that. Like, nope. You, and nope. here we are, fighting the urge once more. So I think, yes, Sparrow. With no knowledge of turtles, has no idea this is how you're feeling, uh, and with no perception of like emotional intelligence, is just like barreling towards you at full gear, just excited to see yeah. her new friend. Yeah. Uh, and dragging, I think we're both like at equal parts, like dragging each other towards you to like tell us all the cool, tell you all the cool information. So we just spoke to the elven lady that I did. I tell you there was a discussion with Lord Buttresses and I, and I heard you oh. speaking of it over 
It didn't quite go over my head. No, I, I did, ah, I did right. pick up on that information. Yes, Excellent. continue. Sorry. Well, Artie, tell her what we found. God, what did we find? Oh, no, she... Well, she didn't um, kill the man. Say, no, she didn't kill the man, but there's, there's, there's like, sacred grounds and Lord Butter's house was not... Was he had land and um, oh, God Sparrow? I'm not good with the stuff you explain no, to her. Fine, it's fine. So basically, what she was discussing is that she and Lord D- Buttons were in a, a lot of discussions about how they would be able to reclaim the land, and it seems that our Lord of the House wasn't amenable to that discussion. But there was a sacred grove on the property that's important to the elven people. And that was what this group of people were trying to reclaim. So they've been in talks forever. But the issue is a dead person can't sign over land rights. So it makes no sense that she would have killed him because that doesn't benefit her cause at all. Also, she's not wearing a big hood. There you go. Ritz is just standing there, like taking in this wave of information and trying to process it and put it into categories. Barrow has just grabbed the nearest thing of champagne and just chugged it back. You do love a party. Um, okay. Can Ritza just look around and see if there's anyone who's, like, acting sus or, like, because given she's kind of processed the idea that this woman's unlikely to have done it and the lady of the house did not have anything else to tell her, mm-hmm. she's sort of in, like, okay, what do we do now? Because we've got to do something because there's a dead guy. Mm-hmm. I know Steve is a little bit freaking useless, but yeah. like good at his job, but a little bit lacks the initiative but, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, to like do anything. So, what can I do to make Steve be Steve look less incompetent and to like get it done? Hmm. I mean, so as you look around the room, like there are certainly a few people who look like uncomfortable um yeah maybe make an insight check got this leaving you what is yes. it nat 20 awesome <laughs> and you might put the other dice in dice gel for a reason <laughs> Get in the nat 20 plus one so there's a few people. Um, there's there's a there's a there's a duo. Um, they're like fairly tall for gnomes, but there are there are a couple of of gnomish people, mm-hmm. um, and they look fairly sharply dressed. But you can see that they look very like uncomfortable in the situation. And not in a way that's like, oh my god, there's a murder, and that like, like they they look very uncomfortable to be trapped in this room. Currently, um, you would also see another individual, a like a, a dwarf, and they're sort of having a good look at the body. It seems like they're just unfazed, but. Who knows why that is, you know, but um, but they're the two people who look a little sus right now. Anyone, does anyone I see, also given that Sparrow's gone, Big Hood, can she see any anyone wearing what one might describe as a Big Hood? 
There are a few, um, mm-hmm. and those people are also wearing masks. Um, not uncommon at a place like this, you know, at a party like this. Um, they they have the, the you know the mask of the the god that it's sort of fairly traditional. Um, there's a few of them around. In which case, what she's going to do is turn to Sparrow and Artie and just be like, do you see those, I mean, I'm assuming from a distance they're gnomes over there, and she sort of casts her eyes in the general direction of um, the two gnomes. Just like, they don't look particularly like they want to be here. I can't Perhaps imagine you wanting and... to be here right now. Perhaps you could go and see why that is. You're so sociable and lovely and people seem to love to talk to you. And she says it like fully like Kate Metabrain biting her tongue at all of the things of like knowing that half <laughs> of the people these guys have interacted with freaking were not ready. But like mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. uh, immediately uh, uh, dear, oh this is you are so thank you so much and just gives like a little like not like going for like a full like, peck on the head, just like a little. Oh, you're so sweet. Come, let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Can you reach her head? She'll try. She'll, she'll give it a try. It's like she like gives. Him, she's like she's like on the head. It's like and tries to like give you a little boop on the on like the forehead. But because she's so small, it kind of hits you in the nose. <laughs> oh, you're a darling. Yes, you're absolutely right. We should so do that. So point them out to me again. Which ones? Which ones? Just get a point over to where the two gnomes are together. Oh, they uh, do look nefarious. Yes, I agree. <laughs> uh, yes, I will go. Uh, uh, just me? Or are you going to come as well? Are you going to come as well? I'm going to have a chat to the dwarven fellow who seems very interested in the body. If you Good would, uh, idea. Only weird right. people interested in bodies. Yes. She doesn't know quite how to take that because <laughs> she's... Sparrow has not waited for a reply. Nope. I didn't think so. She's just sort of like, uh, I'm interested in body. Um, but okay. <laughs> okay, cool. Uh, Sparrow then uh, grab Artie and then we will dart over uh, in quite like a... I think this like confidence boost that uh, Ritza has just given Sparrow is that she's now kind of flaunting a bit. She's like part of the investigation, so she's like Oops. doing like a confidence strut over. If only someone had a pair of sunglasses or something right now that we could uh, look at. This is the closest thing I have to sunglasses, <laughs> and this is what she would wear. Let's be honest. For it, listeners, it I'm wearing red star glasses. Red star shaped glasses. They are red star shaped glasses. Cool. Okay, let's, let's go, go and interrogate some gnomes. Let's go interrogate some gnomes. Oh, it's so exciting, darling. We should come to these things more often. Oh my god, this is amazing. I wish there was more murders at parties. No, no, I hold was on. going no, to. No, no, I think maybe that's actually even. But look, we're both thinking far? it between. We're, I mean, look between us, absolutely. For the rest okay. of society, we should probably not say things like this that. Is this is true. I said, shh. This is your thoughts. Okay. Shh. More okay. murders. Okay. More murders. Excellent. <laughs> Okay. more murders. Absolutely. Go. Are we still doing good cop, bad cop? Is you're still good cop? I I'm still... like I talked a lot in that one, so why don't you, well, you take did... the lead? Hey, well, look, I'll, I'll try, but I mean, Sparrow, you're so good. But uh, look, oh, I'll, I'll... darling, you, oh, you flatter me. This is no, but it's all so true. It's all so true. Oh, but look, darling, I'll see what you, I can look, do. You take the lead, and honestly, between you and me, I have a few cantrips lined up. So if we need to, I will impose magical punishment. So let's go, <laughs> let's go, let's go. Excellent, let's go. excellent. 
and we're all <laughs> like a tornado. 